When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody i hope that you are doing well so great to have you with me on if you don't like that today's show brought to you in part by new works plumbing of sacramento for your plumbing needs and repairs just check out newworksplumbing.com n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com they've got a fix for you and they are available 24 7 so if you have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem New Works will be there for you. Just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. So let me get this straight. The Los Angeles Dodgers have signed two players this offseason, totaling more than $1 billion. That's right, billion. After the young Japanese pitcher Yamamoto agreed to a 12-year, $325 million contract. That's right, 25 years old, a pitcher who throws heat, who's very small in stature, all right? He's 5'10", 176 pounds. Fastball goes up to 99. He's got a really effective split-fingered fastball. So I'm asking you, how long will it be before, like Otani, he's out with Tommy John surgery? Two months, four months, one year, two years. And here's the other issue. The Dodgers, who have really not won a World Series since 1988, I don't count the... 60-game season a couple of years ago. But the Dodgers last were good. Kirk Gibson, Steve Sachs, Oral Hershiser, Mickey Hatcher. I can go right on down the list. That's right. That's the Dodgers team that last won a World Series. And you think about all of the dollars that the Dodgers have spent from 1988 to now turning the calendar to 2024, and they have nothing to show for it other than the World Series during the 60-game season, which has a huge asterisk next to it. That's right, the Dodgers with that huge payroll, and yet 
they have still come up empty. And should the Dodgers win the World Series in 2024, what does that mean? Well, means that they really should win the World Series when you look at their payroll. Now, I know what it's like. Believe me, I know what this is like. I'm a Yankee fan. And I remember when the Yankees and George Steinbrenner bought the team in the early 70s, and they became really good after my entire childhood watching them lose every year. The Yankees were horrible. Year after year after year after year. Then George Steinbrenner bought the team, and things changed. They went to the World Series in 76. They beat the Dodgers in 77 and 78. And then they had their nice run when the Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, Mariano Rivera era hit. But the one thing I realized, and being a fan, more so during their last run than in the 70s, is that it really took the fun out of it for me because I expected the Yankees to win. They should win. They had the highest payroll. They were playing on an uneven playing field. And that's where baseball is. And I'm thankful that I really don't watch baseball anymore. I pretty much turn the sport off. I will watch an occasional game, but I don't like the way the game is played. I don't like all the strikeouts. I don't like the specialization of the game. I don't like all the pitchers. The game has really turned me off. And when I see these type of signings by the Dodgers, I'm further turned off. And maybe if you're a Dodgers fan, you're happy. I don't know. I mean, again, when the Yankees were winning World Series in the 2000s, I was happy, but I also realized that they should win the World Series because they had the most assets with the most money, and it really did take some of the enjoyment out of it for me. I don't know how Dodgers fans will feel. Only they can answer that question. But I I do miss, and I wonder how many people that are listening to this podcast that have no idea what it was like not having free agency in sports. That's right. When I grew up, it was a team that had the same players pretty much year after year after year. Yeah, they were trades. They were trades. But there was really no free agency. And the team that you watched, uh, that was the team. And if it was football, they got good because they drafted well. And if they didn't draft well, well, generally speaking, they wouldn't be good because you had pretty much the same team year after year after year. Now, there were some trades, particularly in baseball, but I love that era because you really could become, uh, I guess you felt like you could be part of the team in a way because you had the same players year after year. And if you got a, a jersey for your birthday or for Christmas or whatever the case may be, chances are that five years or eight years or nine years, 10 years down the road, that player would still be playing on that team. That's what that era was back then. And again, it had its advantages and disadvantages. If you were a bad team, it really limited your opportunities to become a good team unless you really drafted well. And if you drafted well, then you could become a good team again. Much more so in football than in baseball because there were more trades in baseball. I remember, you know, getting the baseball cards as kids, right? And I used to buy my baseball cards just for the the stick of bubblegum in there, which I love. But, you know, we would not only trade baseball cards, but the players would get traded. Again, not as much as today, but players would be moved. Um, But you really felt an identity with the teams that you loved. And I'm just wondering... You know, for the younger generation that listens to my podcast, you don't know what it was like. You only know what you know. 
where players move, players are disgruntled, and they don't want to play anymore. That didn't happen back when I was growing up. You didn't have players demand trades like today, okay? You didn't have a player who, you know, had a wish list and forced his way out of teams the way James Harden did. That didn't exist when I was growing up, okay? That just wasn't part of the sports landscape. And I I miss those days. And I'm well aware that things change, and I get all of that. But seriously, if you're a baseball fan, but you're not a fan of the Dodgers, do you expect any other team in baseball to win this year other than the Dodgers? And if the Dodgers don't win a World Series this year and next year and the year after, have they gotten a bad return on their dollar? I mean, think about this. They are going to be paying two Japanese players, and again, it doesn't matter where they're from, but they are both from Japan. You're going to be paying two players over a billion dollars total. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. And I wonder what the San Diego Padres are thinking. I wonder what the San Francisco Giants are thinking. I wonder what the D-backs and the Rockies are thinking. How on earth could you possibly compete with the checkbook of the Dodgers? But I say that, and the Dodgers have nothing to show for it. And while they've got nothing to show for it, the Giants have won three World Series, right? The Diamondbacks were good last year, but couldn't get over the top. My point is, you can still be good, but can you really beat now this team? And they're not done yet. We hear that they're still going to go out and do shopping because they do have an unlimited checkbook. They make a ton of money on their radio and TV. You think that the small market teams like Tampa, like Oakland, that's why they're moving to Vegas. Do you think those teams are making any money on their TV and radio deals? And that goes for a lot of teams in Major League Baseball. And as I said, you know what? I'm happy. I really am. I'm happy that I don't watch baseball that much anymore. I I really am. I I think that the game is broken. I don't think it's like done. I don't think it's going anywhere. But I think the game is still broken. I do like the moves that were made last year with the lack of the shift. You can't do that anymore. You got to have a balanced infield. Infielders have to have their feet on the dirt at the beginning of a pitch. Uh, I like the fact that they instituted a pitch clock. You know, there were a lot of things that I liked about Major League Baseball last year. And listen, here's your World Series teams that have won it all. Texas last year, Houston the year before that, Atlanta, the Dodgers in the 60-game season, Washington, Boston, Houston, the Cubs, the Royals, one of the real small market teams that beat the Mets in 2015, the Giants, the Red Sox, the Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants, the Yankees, the Phillies, the Red Sox, the Cardinals, the White Sox, the Red Sox, right? You get my drift. Most of the big market teams. So I'll ask you now, okay? If you write, if you root and you like Major League Baseball, all right, if you're somebody that pays money to go to the games, if you're somebody that buys the MLB ticket, if you're somebody that, you know, says, you know what, I love baseball. And I watch Eric Burns and Will Clark all the time talk baseball on No Filter Network. But the game is so different even when they played. But for instance, in the National League, all right, how are you going to compete 
with the Dodgers, right? How are you going to compete if you're the Cincinnati Reds, if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates, if you're the Marlins, right? How are you going to compete? How are you going to compete if you're Milwaukee? They won 92 games, I believe, last year. How are you going to compete if you're Arizona? They were very good last year. But you can't compete with that. The Padres were one of the disappointing teams in baseball last year at 82 and 80. Soto's no longer there. He's with the Yankees. How are you going to compete with the rivals to your north? The Rockies, they have no chance. So think about all the teams right now in Major League Baseball, particularly in the National League, that have absolutely no chance. So I I just wonder where we're going to be talking about baseball five years from now, ten years from now. And as I said, I'm thankful I don't really watch the sport anymore. It's turned me off. It turned me off long ago. The way the game is played turns me off. The salaries are beyond ridiculous. I don't really care because it doesn't affect me. I mean, it's not costing me any more money. But I, I just wonder... When you talk about the inequity in baseball and you talk about the haves and the have-nots, if the Dodgers don't win multiple World Series in the next couple of years, there's something really wrong and there's something drastically wrong with that organization. Yeah, I wish we could go back to the 60s and the 70s and the 80s to a degree, but those, those decades are long, long gone. We got the guaranteed contracts now. We got load management now. We can't hit in the National Football League. We can't tackle anymore. We can't hit the quarterback anymore. We don't have any big men playing in basketball anymore with their back to the basket. Nope, I got to have them move away from the lane and got to teach them how to make three-pointers. Three-pointers, three-pointers, three-pointers. You know, you're a good post-up player. Uh, You can't play, sorry. You know, the game's different now. It's a track meet. Let me outscore you. I mean, the sports are so different right now. And I, for one, miss the good old days. Call me an old man now. Call me an old-fashioned guy. Call me whatever you want. But those days, I miss. I miss the way sports were played. I miss the way the athletes went about their business. I miss watching players play every game. I miss watching Carl Malone and John Stockton play 82 games every year. All right? I miss players that wanted to play when they were banged up. I missed all. I miss all of that. I know those days are long gone, but boy, oh boy. Do I long for those days? And when I see contracts like the Dodgers have given out over the past week or so to these two players from Japan, yeah, they're dynamite players. I get that. And I'm sure that the box office is doing great at Chavez Ravine, right? And for the Dodgers. But for the rest of the teams in the league, mm, I don't know what to say. Good luck, I guess. Good luck. That's what I have to say. It's time for And today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Restaurants. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, check out their menu, make a reservation or more. Three locations, Sacramento, Howe, and Fair Oaks. In Roseville, Eureka Road and Lead Hill Road. And their newest location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland, Bennett's West Side Grill. They're awesome. Prime seafood and steak. Don't forget about the weekend brunch this weekend uh, and the uh, prime rib. It's great. Get the Bennett's. You'll love it. Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Has Derek Carr ever won a big game? in his NFL career. 
Last night, a pair of 7-7 seven and seven teams, and it was the Saints and the Rams in L.A. First of all, a big disadvantage for the Saints to have to play all the way in L.A. on a short week. That's another bad job by the NFL. But once, once again, we talk about an inexplicable interception by Carr that really ended up being the difference in the game. It changed the complete momentum and put the Rams way out in front where the Saints could not catch up. Same story, different team, different year for Derek Carr. The guy's not a winner. Just, it's not in his M.O., all right? It's not in his M.O. The New Orleans Saints now will not be going to the playoffs. And Derek Carr, I'm not saying he's the reason that they're not going to the playoffs. But what I am saying is Derek Carr still to this day, what is he in his 11th season? Do I, do I remember him winning a real big game? I don't, you know? And you can blame the Raiders all you want. New coaches, new general managers, new offensive coordinators. You know what? I'm blaming the quarterback, okay? Too many mistakes, too inconsistent, and that interception that he threw last night in the second half, totally inexcusable, period. For a veteran quarterback of that degree, totally inexcusable. Derek Carr, yeah, there are times he looks great, but that's not what I want on a quarterback. I want consistency. And Derek Carr is as inconsistent as they come. And that's my rant. For today, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday. I hope I have a great weekend. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you very much for your support here in 2023. And I hope you can join us for the Kings and the Suns with the pregame, halftime, and postgame shows if you're listening to this on the 22nd. All right. And tomorrow, the 23rd, we'll have the same with the Timberwolves. I do appreciate you. I really do. Thank you so much for uh, being with me week in, week out, through the ups and downs, through the thick and thin of not only sports, but life. Again, have yourself a fabulous, fabulous holiday. We'll talk to you next time right here on If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. <laughs> 